Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and let me just say this right now so there's no confusion. Black Lives Matter. You know, in all the episodes before this, I've tried to be funny or clever about whatever topic I'm talking about, but let me be clear, there won't be any jokes in this episode. This is going to be short and to the point, Black Lives Matter. If you follow my podcast and you're wondering why you haven't heard from me in a while, it's because after the murder of George Floyd by the police in Minneapolis back in May and the ensuing protests and demonstrations, there were other more important voices who needed to be heard. And they still need to be heard. Uh, The work is far from done. Uh, I don't have much to add to the conversation, and that's fine. We just need to keep having this conversation, clearly followed by action, uh, which I'll get to. But as a white male, I obviously can't speak on the experiences of people of color, and I can never understand what it's like to be oppressed because of the color of my skin. But I can try my best to be an ally to the black community and all people of color. You know, I can listen and learn and help the cause however I can. Yes, listening and learning are important, but there needs to be action. Not that there hasn't been, but... Systemic racism is deeply, deeply rooted in the U.S. You know, with the criminal justice system, housing, education, even food. It's everything. So damn near everyone needs to do something about it. So let me say it again. Black lives matter. And if you're one of those people who's still saying all lives matter, or I don't see color, or people just need to respect the police, you're part of the problem. You are part of the problem. And if you're confused why I'm saying that, all it takes is a Google search. It's that easy. Google, why should I not say all lives matter? And there will be countless links that explain why that's racist. And if you only click on one link and you're still confused, click on another, and another, and another, and another until you understand. Don't look for something that's going to prove your point. That's not helping. That's going to keep holding us back. At that point, you're just justifying the racist system that we live in. You're part of the problem. Not the entire problem, but part of it. And I understand that's tough to hear. It's uncomfortable to hear that you're part of the problem, but you gotta get through that. You feeling uncomfortable is nothing compared to being murdered by police because of the color of your skin. What I'm really trying to get down to in this episode, as I said before, is the work is far from done. There's been some progress, sure, but what I'm worried about is the pendulum swinging backwards, which always seems to be the case with civil rights and human decency. Let me just give you a quick refresher on American history, which everyone should already know, but it's important to remember these things. This country was built on slavery. That's a fact. Everyone knows that. The pendulum swings forward and slavery ends after the Civil War. That's great. That's progress. But then the pendulum swings back with Jim Crow laws, which legalized segregation for the next century. And this was disguised as progress back then, right? White people claimed it was separate, but equal. It's no secret that it wasn't equal. So the pendulum swings forward again. You start to see integration in the military and in schools and the civil rights movement in the 60s. But unfortunately, the pendulum swung backwards in the 60s too. This is where you start to see police harassing civil rights activists, demanding law and order. Sound familiar? And I think this is where a lot of All Lives Matter people get confused. Even though at this point, yes, everything is technically integrated and there is an illusion that everyone has the same opportunities, every system in this country was set up to keep people of color in poverty. And then the 80s come around and you have the war on drugs. 
which basically was just an excuse for the police to racially profile people of color, use excessive force, and arrest them on the most bullshit charges. And that leads to mass incarceration, to label people of color as criminals and keep them in poverty. And that pretty much brings us to today. Again, that was an extremely brief overview of history, and of course, my pendulum metaphor is an oversimplification. People of color have been consistently oppressed for centuries. It's not an on-again, off-again thing. I understand that. The point is, in the past few months, there's been some progress. There have been nationwide demonstrations to end police brutality and systemic racism. There have been calls for defunding the police because that money is supporting a corrupt criminal justice system. Uh, dozens of Confederate monuments have been taken down because they memorialize and celebrate a history of oppression. So all this is progress and it's amazing, right? But recently, at least in the public eye, that momentum has kind of slowed down. Don't get me wrong, there's definitely a ton of work still being done by individuals, by organizations, but it seems like it's not getting the national attention it deserves. Um, so it's almost like the public interest has moved on. And that's when the pendulum swings backwards. I mean, even this past Sunday, Another black man, Jacob Blake, was shot seven times in the back by police in Wisconsin, in front of his kids. It's ridiculous. It looks like we're not making any progress at all. We can't let the pendulum swing back like that. Even on a micro level, when there was that Blackout Tuesday on social media, everyone was like all for posting just a black box on social media. And that was just a really simple way of showing your support for the black community and the Black Lives Matter movement. But... It seemed like by the end of the day, the pendulum swung backwards on that, and if you had posted that, you were just virtue signaling, which is basically you're announcing your opinion to make yourself look like a good person. And I get where that would be frustrating for people who are actually putting in the work and they actually care, but it's better than being silent, or the opposite, being outwardly racist. It's important to make a stand and voice that, but then you need to put it into action. And that's how we stop the pendulum from swinging backwards. One of my family members is, unfortunately, an All Lives Matter person. And I was telling them that they need to educate themselves because what I was telling them wasn't good enough, apparently. And they asked me, well, then what? And that's a fair question. What do you do after you learn about the Black Lives Matter movement and what it really stands for? What do you do after you learn about white privilege and systemic racism? Well, there's a couple things you can do. Um, number one thing I do, since I don't really know what to do myself, if I'm being honest, I donate to organizations like Black Lives Matter or Solidarity Funds, people who are doing the work, who are on the front lines. Uh, it's not a lot of money that I donate, I'll be honest, but it's what I can afford and any little bit helps the cause. Um, you can go out and demonstrate and advocate for anti-racist policies or talk to your representatives to show support for those policies. And if your reps don't care, then you can vote for leaders who do. Politicians who will write and pass anti-racist legislation. The point is, there are things you can do, action you can take after you listen and learn. You just need to be invested, and everyone needs to be invested at this point. Anything less than progress is unacceptable. I wish I was a better resource, but if you're needing more information, blacklivesmatter.com is a good place to start. Thanks for listening and Black Lives Matter.